Hello, romantics. Welcome to a pod to be you, the talk film society podcast that's all about falling in love on the big screen. I'm your host, Manish Mather, and we are in the middle of the queer romance miniseries here on the podcast. And I'm really excited to introduce today's guest because uh, he uh, was on the podcast for a very, uh, very special episode, at least special to me. The one I talked where I talked about the before trilogy and had the supersized episode. Um, uh, so I'd like to introduce, again, Mark Perez, a podcaster. Welcome back. Hello, and thank you for having me back. And that was special. And honestly, it totally makes sense that we're going from that film to this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I recall correctly, that was um, before Midnight, correct? That we talked about? Yes, yeah, it was yeah. one of the, it was one of the, the films. I, I, I know it's like, I mean, I think just in general, you and I had chatted about that. Uh, and I was so excited to just be part of, you know, the series because you love those movies as much as I do. Yeah. So just to reflect on them and look back and see everything that happens with those characters. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it always makes for a good conversation. It's like movies like that tend to hit home with me. And so, again, it, it's it's no. um uh, it's of no surprise, you know, that I led me to this film and the way that it makes me feel. Yes. Uh, well, why don't you introduce the film for us today? Oh, and uh, as far as the film that we're doing, yes, it is Weekend by Andrew Haig. Oh man, this is. I was so glad that you had picked this movie because it's, <laughs> I think it's a really special film in a lot of ways, and I think it, you know, it touched a lot of people especially like in our age range um mm-hmm. and it became such a like uh for me a, a defining you know queer movie of its era and Absolutely. one that has um you know lasted and endured um so i loved for you to talk about kind of your, the first time you saw the movie and kind of how it played for you then versus now Okay. All right. So as far as like when the movie came out, I I had seen rumblings about it online heading into it. Right. And I was like, Oh, what is this? Right. And then I just saw, you know, what the director was talking about and they were talking about the films. Cause I think it was doing like the, the film festival circuit before it actually got released to the general public. Right. That's how I remembered it anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, so for me, it was one of those, I'm going to see it the open the weekend it opens up. And I did. And I mean, I just, I fell in love with it. I just, from beginning to end, I just connected with it and loved so much about what it had to say about being queer and about where people, different people are. And and how sometimes it's like, you know, it isn't always beautiful and pretty. Sometimes it's messy, but not in a horrible way, but it just, it this, there's something so real about this film that for me, it was, like you said, it was instantly one of those films that not even just as a queer romance, just as a romance film in general, it just achieved 
you know, so much in the time that it does spending uh, telling you its story. Um, as far as where I am with it now, I mean, here we are 10 years later, a lot has happened, what, 12 years later, I should say, a lot has happened since then. And I'm still seeing it with those same loving eyes. I, mm -hmm. I love it even more at this point now. Um, and I love that. I think that for, you know, especially young queer people who see this, it, it, I hope it really gave them not only just hope, but just an idea of what relationships can be like, right? And what it's like when you meet somebody and, you know, the things that you go through. And it doesn't always have to be the perfect happy ending or whatever it is that, that you're going for. But these relationships, these people that you come across in your life, all of them, they're important in their own way. Just like how these two characters obviously will forever leave a mark on their lives and, you know, who knows what happened after the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, for me, I saw this movie, I think, in 2012. And mm -hmm. believe it or not, I think I saw it on Netflix, which is crazy to think about, just because I feel like 12 years ago, Netflix versus now, Netflix is, you know, night and day difference. But <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think I immediately had bought it, bought the Criterion Collection Blu-ray right after that because mm -hmm. I was like, this is the movie that I want to have and, and watch over and over. And, and I did. I feel like definitely it was a movie that during that part of my life in the 2010s, I watched a lot and um, I hadn't seen it uh, in a long time since then, since that mm -hmm. sort of like 2010 period. But Watching it again, I was just so struck by how um, it felt like an entirely different movie being on you know this end of you know I, I the characters are probably around closer to my age now than they were back then, but being sort of older and and, and you know, hopefully a little wiser, who knows? But um, <laughs> being a little older and more experienced yeah. and more weathered and more um, you know uh, not as naive and you know scared as i was you know when i was 20 22 23 mm -hmm. um it's uh it's just it's completely i feel like it's yeah it's changed so much for me and in in a, in a way that i'll you know everything has changed everything changes when you watch it at different points in your life right and mm -hmm. I, I just i think this movie is such a a, gr a great example of that because you know i you know, I was struggling with a lot of the things that they were struggling with, and now mm -hmm. I'm still struggling with them, but in different ways. And you know, my perception of the characters has shifted. Um, and so, yeah, I was just, I was, I was so happy to to revisit it and and kind of re remember a lot of the more a lot of like the nuances of mm -hmm. the movie because it's not that I, I never forgot this movie, but there's so many things that. I was like, oh, right. It was like, there's some, you know, like the carnival sequence completely like, <laughs> it, it's, I, not that I forgot it, but like, it's such a, I felt like it became such an important part of the movie for me or, yes. um, you know, so it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's really, um, yeah, it's, it's a really special movie. So I, I, I do wonder because I, this, this answer changed for me. But do you have a character that you relate to the most or see yourself in? Um, and you know, do you think it's the same now as it was, you know, 12 years ago? 
That's an excellent question, actually. So, you know, it's funny because back then, I think I was much more closer to Tom Cullen's character, Russell, right? In, mm-hmm. in that I saw things through his eyes and like what he was going through and his coming out process. And I related to him more. But since then, now it's like I saw like a Chris News character, Glenn. I love that character more now, right? Mm-hmm. I, I looked at him and I understand him better. And there's, there's, it's, it's, it's funny because in, in his somewhat jadedness, right? At the same time, he's very much, he knows how to push people's buttons. And he's also just being unapologetically queer where he goes, right? To the point where it's almost too much. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's just enough. I love that he's pushing the envelope. You know, obviously you can see where it gets him in trouble, you know, at points in the movie and everything. But there's something to be said about how, again, he just doesn't apologize for who he is and the, the like, and his art project and everything that he is he's just out there and it's just like i i just look at him with whole new eyes i was like i appreciate him so much more now than i did when i first saw the movie yeah i i have to agree with that i i think it's so funny glenn is the character that i i i think in my i think as i'm getting older i'm realizing how much i resented that character when i was when i was 23 and um and i i think it's um i think it's just because like i wanted to be that i i can recognize now like i wanted Mm -hmm. to be that free and i wanted to be that you know you know that like because I remember having conversations with people on dating apps about the stuff they talk about, you know, yeah, and yeah. I was so, um, I was so reserved back then and, and just so quiet. And um, just in the way that like one thing that I really resonated with me is the way that uh, Russell like kind of keeps himself hidden from his friends and how, yeah. He seems to have a large group of straight friends who are getting married and having children and living these very like domesticated, um, you know, conventional lives. And yeah. how then he feels he has to, you know, keep. I mean, because I remember having conversations with my friends, being like, "Okay, I'm going to try to be a little more open and talk about like, you yeah. know, my own love life and how it just can be so chaotic because I'm not looking." I want a relationship, but I'm not getting it. So I'm just like going out and like, you know, having one night stands and stuff. And just like, they're just so like shocked. And I'm like, this is normal to me. And so that that really resonated with me. And I was so, I guess now I realize that like envious of Glenn having this like queer circle um, and having this like freedom of expression. Although now I also see how that is its own, has its own limitations as well. Absolutely. And I I really appreciated that part of the movie where he, where Glenn is saying that, you know, he feels his friends are holding him back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That really resonated with me as well. Cause it just, to me, it just felt like, wow, like it'd be amazing to have this like queer family you know that queer found family but i can see in ways that there i can see there are ways in which it's not that great yeah it's a balance right it's yeah. like you find that balance but yeah no you absolutely hit all the points with with that character glenn but that that 
it's like it's funny because for me it's like i said russell was just kind of like the the entry to the movie that the place i was able to kind of enter and see it through his eyes right and mm-hmm. and but i love that like over time how much for me glenn and for you glenn has evolved and that's not because of anything that the character has done because the character remains the same it's that we have grown up and mm-hmm. we now see him differently right and that i mean it, that speaks to the beauty and the writing and everything about the movie and his performance right you know so i just uh, it's pretty cool i i really appreciate that that's that i'm so glad you brought that up because like, yeah, it hit me hard this time how much more i was seeing him than i was russell this time even though i can't not stare at tom cullen because he's so damn beautiful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god he's so beautiful <laughs> oh my god i know um so you know you you know you mentioned um kind of the coincidence that this movie is very similar to the before trilogy and i'm yeah. curious to hear about you know why this kind of format of movie really speaks to you i love the 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 dialogue i think it has a lot to do with it just how real it can be i mean uh, obviously i know i'm watching a movie but i love the conversations that these folks have right you know um whether it be celine and jesse or you know russell and glenn but there's a connection there and and the thrill of seeing these people who have just met each other connect and seeing all the pieces fall into place right you know um because they both they uh, all, all these both these movies succeed in getting you to love these characters and yet there's a certain amount of tragedy involved and so it makes it completely perfect because i eat it up because <laughs> you know it's like they run into their own problems that, that this this beautiful chance that has fallen into their lap has changed their lives but it's also changed it in ways that like it's it, it it's gonna hurt you know so yeah it's 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 a it's a it's a not a complete tragedy but i love it i love it that i can watch these films and i can take these characters in and get my heart broken just a little bit but it, there's also hope there as well yeah yeah i mean i i really ag- ag- agree with that and i think um you know for me it's like i i love a love story where it's not really just about you know does the guy get the girl at the end mm-hmm. you know or mm-hmm. does the guy get the guy or whatever um to me it's just about like what is this journey that the like how has this interaction how, whether it's for you know a weekend or 12 hours or a lifetime mm-hmm. what, what is that journey what does that relationship mean to these people and how do they come out of it as different people? And I think, you know, that's something that I really appreciated in watching the, the before trilogy, like back to back to back, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that was what, two years ago, I guess. Um, It's, it's, I I love thinking about it like that because um, you can see the, the, the differences and, yeah, I mean, I would love for, you know, Weekend to kind of pick up in again and do a, a you know, sequel, not to franchise everything, but it'd be cool yeah. to see, you know, these two characters interact again now that <laughs> they're in their late 30s and 40s and, um, and you know, what that means, like what it means to kind of bring this Weekend back. And right, I, right. I think it, it's, and, you know, I love, 
Um, I, I love what you were saying because, you know, one thing that I find really interesting about this movie is like it, this movie does bring up a lot of, you know, hot button issues within mm-hmm. the gay community, things that cross borders and cross, you know, um, racial lines and stuff, um, thing, that, things that are very relevant even to to this day. Um, but without sounding like mouthpieces or speechifying or anything like that, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It feels so baked into these characters. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, like, I especially like the conversation around, um, you know, like the, the right for gay marriage and stuff, because I, me- I mean, I, I had a conversation with a guy on a date once and he was like, that's just another form of heteronormativity, um, yeah. which I thought was interesting but in this yeah. movie, it's also kind of a part of Glenn's own, you know, trauma, his own past, and how yeah. all these things are intermingled in a way that he can't, or I don't know if he even subconsciously knows that he can't separate them. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, so much of that has changed, and obviously in, in the environment, we, we find ourselves now this that things have changed you know it's obviously some things are not for the better we're we're still in the middle of a fight for our rights um a lot of these things that you know glenn talks about hits home even more the you know having to act a certain way around straight folks that like you have to ask for permission to be yourself so to speak or just not allow yourself to freely be who you are because you have to kind of just tone it down, you know, quote unquote, you know, mm-hmm. so that we're much more digestible to the masses is it's, it's a, it is infuriating. And I totally understand where he's coming from. Like, you know, it's like I said, I think at, at those, at one point I just found him so abrasive and it just bothered me so much how he was acting. But then like now those things I relate to more and I understand where he was coming from. I don't know that I'd handle it the same way, but I get the idea and I get what he's fighting for and I get what what is important to him. And and, you know, and I think that it it strikes a good balance between these two characters and one how they're not fully out. And the other one is just much more, you know, ready to to get into that fight and fight for what is right it being a queer person and what we deserve in this life and you know and obviously now we're seeing how fragile those rights are and how easily they can get taken away yeah yeah that's something that that my you know my my own boyfriend and i have talked about is you know what is what is the future going to look like for us um in terms of how we want to you know settle down at some point i mean not that we're not that we're there emotionally but you know we're talking about how like that is um something that easily taken away and that i really appreciated glenn's anger which i did Mm -hmm. not at the time when i first saw this movie i did not appreciate that anger um and i i think it's interesting you know the cartoon collection essay for this film is uh written by a critic and you know i just closed the essay so let me look, look it up at dennis lim dennis lim right correct mm-hmm. i um, just i have it in front of me actually right now <laughs> um, he uh he in his article was talking about um you know this idea of how the two of them are very comp- complementary in the way that they kind of 
poke at each other or and mm-hmm. kind of bring well, up literally um, and figuratively. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that. Um, but um, just in the way that like and how you know Glenn is abrasive as we're saying, and he like picks fights versus Russell just feels so exposed and retreats in. Um, I just like I love that contrast between the two of them because it 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 doesn't feel like you know some screenwriter is like saying oh opposites attract you know let's but it just feels like two people who have just had different experiences mm-hmm. um, you know especially you know uh, Russell coming from a you know a unstable seems like home life and. Yeah. You know, Glenn, I, I think Glenn kind of reeks to me of like coming from a place of privilege. I don't know if that's, I can't quite remember if that's ever touched upon, but it seems like he's someone that grew up very comfortably and yeah. was able yeah. to have that that room to express himself in such a way because, you know, he didn't have instability. But that's my own speculation <laughs> and conjecture. I don't, I don't yeah. presume to know, but, um, but well, you remember. What, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, you go ahead. I was just going to say, because when he, the way he talks about the way he came out, his mom wasn't on Mother's Day. And he's like, he just blames it right on them, nature or nurture. And it's like, this is all your fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly. Straight up blames them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I guess in that sense, yeah, he had that type of environment where he was just able to be that person. Right. And yeah. so, you know, obviously there is some privilege there in the way he was brought up because you know, he was able to have those conversations. Whereas, you know, obviously when we find out from Russell, he doesn't know his parents, doesn't really want to look with them. And they have that really intimate scene where Glenn allows him to open up. And it's like, he's not even joking with him. He's just, it's like he hands him this moment of like, I I want you to do this with me. You know, and I I really do love that moment. I think the more and more I, I watch the movie. Yeah, it's to me, it's like one of the like signature parts of the movie. Uh, definitely something that I had always had as part of my memory of this movie is that role playing part because it was just so powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, even for me as someone that was dealing with coming out at that time, yeah, I was like, I wish I had some, you know, young hottie. <laughs> role playing with me although i realized today that, that i can call daddy and yeah. confess to <laughs> exactly um but um i i, I do want to talk about also um the like the intimacy in this movie that's been kind of a, a running theme with this miniseries is talking about sexuality in these queer movies just because mm-hmm. it's something that you know we because you know gayness is so politicized and there's always so much you know uh not censoring but there's always a kind of a shyness around watering down yeah yeah yeah, exactly um that this movie i was like wow i Mm -hmm. (laughs) i well i mean i just i just can't i just can't imagine a gay movie in 2023 being this frank yeah. Um, I mean, Which I guess it's sad. It's so yeah. sad that that we we regressed. <laughs> I mean, especially not in America. Maybe in, yeah. in Europe. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. Out there, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd love to kind of hear your um, your thoughts, your impressions on it. I, you know, I, again, I, it all has a lot to do around the fact how much I've grown since then because. 
at my age, when I saw this film, I should have been a lot more comfortable with the sex scenes and everything. But this time around, I appreciated them so much more. The frankness, the openness of seeing these two characters be so intimate with each other, the after of the actual act, and it doesn't hold back with showing what happens between two queer men when they've had sex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it never feels vulgar. It it never feels in any way like exploitative. It just simply is just a window into the lives of these two characters and how they're getting to know each other, right? And I mean, just the fact that you know, Russell, who doesn't like to bottom, eventually does for Glenn is a big deal, right? The fact that he's allowing this person in and letting this moment happen. I mean, that's when you knew that Russell was really into Glenn, you know, because otherwise he wouldn't have let that happen. So there's a lot of important moments tied to the film that have to do with, you know, the, the sex between these two characters. It isn't it isn't just to be gross or vulgar, you know, another movie that I think that benefits from um, that type of intimacy is the movie bound by the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when um, um, Corky and Olive, you know, their sex scene has got to be one of the hottest scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, yeah. what is going on? Right. But then it's done in such a way that it's important to the rest of the plot of that film. Because if they don't have that moment, they don't connect, and they don't get as intimate as they do and trust each other, the rest of the film would fall apart. And so I I love it that this film does the same thing, obviously not for the same reasons, but just that it allows you and it allows the characters to grow closer and it gets you towards the end of the film because it hits even harder once we get there, right? Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and I, I I like that connection to Bound, uh, which I, I I think to me that's a, that's a great example of a, a sex scene that's kind of utilized in a, a, a multi a multitude of ways, you know, mm-hmm. both in terms of being very sensual, but very character based, very plot based, and mm-hmm. um and and I think you know in Weekend the eroticism, just like the way these bodies are filmed, like. It's mm-hmm. not leering, but it's still very like um, up close and personal, and it feels like, yeah, frankness is something that I I didn't appreciate the frankness when I was younger because I was like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is kind of hot. This is whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I I I, did, I don't think I quite saw the like the artistry behind it and why it was exactly. so important to be filmed that way, and mm-hmm. you know, not to be all like you know grad student but like the like nakedness of the characters you know of course um, yeah, but it is. it's like it, yeah it, it's so it's so soul bearing you know i mean it's like and and just as much as it is for the characters in the film or for anybody who's getting into the relationship that you're sharing this with somebody and so open especially if like you know it's one thing a one night stand is a one night stand that's it is what it is but this is a whole different thing these two characters uh, there's a connection though. There's more than just a one night stand there. It's very obvious, you know, and then the, the way they're, they're getting to know each other and talk and everything, the way they fight, you know, I mean, it's a little of everything here. Um, it, it, it does it all in a weekend. So it has to be very concise and to the point. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I just, I find that the, you know, the, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without being too revealing, but like the, um, the decision for uh, Russell to bottom for Glenn, I found to be really powerful, as you mentioned, because it, yeah. it is sort of that, you know, um, way to, I mean, oh God, it sounds so, sounds so gross, but like to let someone in. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a horror. <laughs> someone may think it's a horrible play on words, but it is what it's, it is. It's, I mean, yeah, quite literally. <laughs> um, and um, I've, I'm just trying to say, like, how do I say this without sounding totally gross? Um, but I, um, yeah, but to, to have that. And it's also something that I've realized, you know, as, you know, as someone that's in a relationship that's going for a long time is that it's actually really difficult to let someone in, even if, of course, you know, you're course, dating yeah. them for a weekend or for two years or 10 years, I mean, it's hard. And so that symbolic is that's the, the, that symbolic, you know, um, sex act feels very much like a something is, you know, that Russell is seeing a part of himself that he doesn't really allow him himself or anyone else to see and um that that this that this romance that they have however brief it is the one night two night stand it's like it actually means something and it's something worth you know fighting for even if you know i don't know there's any version of this movie that i'd be that where you know Russell's like, don't go, Glenn, and Glenn stays and they get married. I don't think that's this movie, but there is <laughs> yeah. that thing of like, you know, it's worth fighting for because um, it actually is profound and has, mm-hmm. it's like that that meaningfulness is worth fighting for, even if the relationship isn't going to last. Exactly. And I mean, like I said, Glenn, Glenn is forever changed after this, and so is Russell. I mean, the fact that Russell starts opening up to his best friend finally. Yeah. And his yeah. friend calls him on and he goes, I know. And he goes, I know you don't talk to me about this. And he goes, it's like, I've been waiting. What the hell are you waiting for? It's like, I love that, that he, he doesn't necessarily like talk him down or like, or, or, or just, how can I say, he doesn't get super upset about it. He just tells him, it's like, you know, it's like, this is, I've always been here for you sort of thing. It's like, I've been waiting for you to tell me about yourself, you know? So, and, and and I guess they understood too, where he was coming from. He just wasn't ready. And it's unfortunate because there's a lot of people who do that with their lives. You know, they're, they may never be ready, but you know, that the people around them are wanting to be supportive. And, and I know I've shot myself in the foot like that many a times growing up and, Mm -hmm. you know, to the point where like now it's like, when that window of opportunity comes up and you can be open with somebody, whether it be a, a work uh, um, relationship or somebody new that you met, it's like, don't, don't just throw yourself into the closet. It's like, you know, it's like, put your best foot forward. And if they don't like it, oh, well. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I do want to talk about um, sort of the, the two, um parallel kind of um ways in which Glenn and Russell reflect and get to know each other. One is the you know art project tape recordings and the other is the mm. you know the journal entries. Yeah. And um I 
I, I, I kind of realized this on this latest rewatch of like how that even that reflects, you know, their own, um, you know, their own differing personalities of retreating into a document that you can write and don't really share versus like, you know, taking out a tape recorder to a stranger and be like, okay, tell me about yourself, <laughs> which is a, an insane thing to do. You're right, though. That is totally reflective of them both. <laughs> you know, um, but I, when I was watching the movie, I, like, I kind of want to do that. I mean, I'm not really having one-eyed stands anymore, but uh, yeah. I, I, that, I wish I had the, like, wherewithal to be like, yeah, let's, like, actually, you know, like, get to know some someone and... You know, I like what Glenn says of like who someone is and who they want to be or think they are or tell tell everyone else they are is so different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you have any favorite uh, moments or scenes or lines that have really stood out to you? Trying to think because there's there's quite a few. Um. One of my favorite moments because I know, oh, like I said, Glenn's such a cute little shit. Like I think he's cuter now than I did when I first saw the movie, and it's funny because, like, I, like I said, it really connected with that character. But I love when I think I think it's I'm gonna say it's like the end of the first night when they're hanging out together, and he's over at the apartment, and like Glenn's totally getting up near Russell, and you can tell he's totally making him uncomfortable, but he just it's it's cute, but you know. Ben's a total little shit. It's like, it's just like he knows how to get to people, but he, you can tell he really likes Russell, right? And so the fact that, you know, he's loving making him uncomfortable by standing next to him, but it's a kind of a, it's a way of him to, like, it's endearing. You know what I'm saying? That's how he shows people he likes them, right? That that uncomfortableness. And so, I, like I said, I appreciate that more now than ever. I love him looking around at this place and saying, I like your stuff. You know, it's like all that. It's just those little moments to me mean a lot, um, you know, being part of the journey. Um, I think that that is definitely one. Um, and I think, again, it's like the, the moment on the couch right before they have their, their fight is just when, you know, I may have the time frame wrong on where it is in the movie, but just Glenn talking about again about just being unapologetic, who they are, the the things that we do, and and how we, you know, asking for permission to be ourselves, and just everything that that, that entails. Yeah. Like I said, I may have the moment completely wrong, but in my head, all of the Glenn moments have kind of all gotten mixed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for me, I I think that I just like you know. I have a lot of, I really relate to Russell and I have a lot of empathy for him just because it's, you know, I think he has, you know, the majority, I mean, I guess they, they both have their own arcs, but to me, I I think because he's our, you know, our doorway into this film. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just like love all the little moments of him alone in his apartment, just like you just on his laptop or drink coffee or just, you know, on his bed. I mean, I love. Uh, I I, I want to talk about this apartment because I love the apartment because it's so like I'm single in the yeah, city right? and like <laughs> I hook up and I have a job and I have you know it's just like yeah, yeah it's so like um it's it's not quite sterile but it just has that like 
you know, like functional look to it, uh, which yeah. I find really endearing because he doesn't seem the type to like go out and have a really eclectic decorating style. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's a, um, and all those, I mean, for me, one of my favorite parts of the movie is like all the times that he looks out the window and sees Glenn either coming or going. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And just that like, especially when, when Glenn is going and you're just like, oh, I just want you to like stay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I love that he looks back, right? Those two yeah. times he looks back. Yeah. And that says a lot about the fact that Russell has left such an impression on him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's so, you know, in the beginning of the movie, he talks about how, um, you know, he always thought Glenn was out of his league. And, you know, Glenn has that vibe of someone, like, I'm sure you've, I don't. I don't know if you've ever like if you've ever gone out to a club. I'm sure you have, but yes, I yes. don't want to presume. But if you ever like gone, like, whenever you go to a club, sometimes you see like guys like Glenn who are just so self possessed and self assured, and <laughs> they just like they're dancing or they're just you're just like I I could never even get up the courage to go and say hi or whatever. Not even just to date or hook up with, but just to like you know, just like they just at least for me they're always so intimidating. Yeah. Um, but I, I love how that kind of gets broken down in the film. And like, it's like, there's not really any league, but it's more just like, um, yeah, like Glenn just had this effect or sorry, Russell had this effect on Glenn and mm-hmm. they both kind of unraveled each other in a really beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what league are you in? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> because he sees the ridiculous, the uh, ridiculousness of that, right? Yeah. But it's still, but like you said, there's something to be said about, you know, especially if you're new to going out, right? Everything's like you look around. It's like you're not you're a kid in a candy store. You're seeing all these new things. There's so much to be excited about, but at the same time all of these good looking guys. And it's like, they're even more so that if they're like confident or like you said, they're just in the moment and like, they look like they belong and you're new and you don't know if you quite belong yet. Right. There's so much there yeah. um, that it, it's, it's, it's not easy when you first come out. Right. Until you find that group of friends that, you know, you can connect with and then you don't even think about that anymore when you're hanging out and having a good time and then somebody else new comes in and thinks of you the same way, it just keeps going, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so wild to me uh, because like a few years after I saw this movie, like I kind of, I, you know, I went through, well, yeah, I went through kind of a phase like a little bit before I saw this movie, like when I was in college and then a little bit after when I was like working and stuff where I was like going out a lot to clubs and then like, um, it, like this movie was just like, so reflective of that experience. Just like, yeah, as you're saying, you're like a kid in a candy store, but it's also horrifying <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know. And, you know, and of course, like you meet these, you meet these people and they're, they're just as scared as you yeah. are. Exactly. And that's that's the biggest like you know joke of all is that like these people that you project and put on a pedestal as like such 
you know, self-assured people, they're also spiraling at all times. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, 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 did you ever watch uh, Looking on HBO? Yes, I did. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people were really frustrated with it. Other people are like, I was bored, blah, 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 blah. I hated the character. And I'm like, look, and hey, it's all about Richie anyway, but still. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great show. Yeah. Well, just for the listeners who may not know, the reason I'm bringing it up is that Looking was created and I, I believe mostly directed and written by Andrew Haig, if not completely. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of his uh i guess not really his his like follow-up kind of i don't know what the timeline is exactly in his career but definitely like you know the um between weekend and his next movie 45 years and looking it was sort of like this moment where he was really popping and you know of course he's still very prominent and successful but I really like looking as well. And I did find it frustrating, but only it felt frustrating to me in the way that, you know, any movie about young people falling in and out of love and out of bed or whatever can be because we all do stupid things. We make mistakes and we're annoying, you know, (laughs) in that phase of our lives. Um, And yeah, I do love Richie. Uh, I do love Dom. Uh, I mean, I really liked Donna Grau's character, Patrick as well. I mean, I liked all the characters because they felt like they were, you know, interesting to watch episode by episode and, and all their mistakes and triumphs and all that. Um, but it did make me really think about in this this movie and and looking the show um, just in terms of like racial and like body diversity, because, you know, Weekend, of course, is a very, you know, it's a very groundbreaking movie and I really do love it, but it is also just about you know two white thin guys who are (laughs) you know um and so i i appreciate that looking handle that this had a little bit more i mean obviously they had more characters because it wasn't just a two-hander show but yeah um i I appreciate that looking kind of expanded its scope and showed a lot of different types of characters and yeah and all Yeah. yeah but that's that's like one thing that i was kind of you know, I, it's, you know, Weekend is a film that I really do relate to, but it also sidesteps a lot of things that I, you know, um, would be interested to hear. Like, I'd love to, like, basically what I'm trying to say is that I would love to see a movie like Weekend about all different types of people because, of course, you know, yeah. to see, like, what that is like because, you know, I, I just think there's, this these topics and these moments and these kinds of relationships are so universal absolutely Um, and then there's the uniqueness of say um you know say two minorities getting together in a you know situation like this you know where you might have you know people from different backgrounds what do they bring from their culture what's unacceptable in their culture you know there's the complications of like being in an interracial relationship and having someone's parents not like you because you're of this particular race. It happens, you know, it's unfortunate, but yeah, it, it gets more complicated. There's more thrown into the whole mix and not just being out and being completely uh, not being completely out. Right. So 
Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because I, I think those things are what's missing from these films as much as I love them. Yeah. But I, I feel like I would love to see those complications because then I can be like, I, I totally get that. Like, I understand what that was like or or show me another complication that I've never seen because it's a different culture from mine, you know? Um so all those things are important. I, that, that's why, yeah, I, I would, I, same, I would love to see the, a take on this, but to see it from the eyes of other folks, you know, the other races, you know, I think it would be really interesting. Something I thought of um, while you were um, sharing that as well is, um, would you consider this movie to be a coming out movie? This movie itself? Yeah. I weekend. think... I, I think be, when seen through the eyes of Russell, it is very much, it's funny because he shouldn't be really a coming of age, right? So to speak. Right. But the fact of the matter is that while Russell is out to some folks, you know, and, and, and his circle of friends anyway, he's not completely out. He's like, he's still holding himself back. He's asking for permission to be himself and he's being shy about it. Or I don't know if it's, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's embarrassment, so to speak. But I feel like he doesn't allow himself to just be himself. You know, um, he spent so much time in the closet that it's just his go to. And I speak I will fully say that I speak from experience because I know exactly what that's like and how to you just shoot yourself in the foot with every new relationship that you meet, because you're basically almost like in the way that they, they that Glenn talks about how you're this blank slate that you start with and who you're going to be when you meet these people well i was doing exactly that with the relationships of the like straight folks that i would meet it's like well you know i'm going to project this person so you know you can either think that number one um you know i'm 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 not like oh you know other gay gay dudes blah 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 whatever you know stupid arrogant thinking there was a lot of stuff that i put myself through when i was younger and once i got to a certain age i was like what am I doing? This is wrong. I shouldn't be acting this way. I, you know, just be yourself. It's like, you don't have to put on an act. And Mm -hmm. the moment I did that, it just allowed my, like, I was just free to be more of me. And I felt better about myself when I would present myself in different circles. Um, To the point where now I don't even think about it. I just put myself out there, you know, but yeah, in that sense, I would say it very much is uh, it's a coming out story just because we Russell grows a lot and we get to see him get to a point where he's finally going to be able to talk with his best friend about himself. And it's going to make his life so much easier and it's going to be so much easier for him to just be himself and, and not have to hide where he's going and what he's up to. <laughs> yeah, there's such a... Um heaviness to wrestle mm-hmm. and it's like that burden of carrying something that you can't quite share you won't allow yourself to share um and you know again like that scene when he talks to his friend jamie and is finally kind of sharing everything and um it's just like you can just sense that like burden being lifted off and yeah i mean i, I guess i you know I never thought of this movie as a coming out movie just because I guess, you know, it's, it's like Russell is out, but he's not like fully out and he's not, I feel like it's still like, yeah, it's like still has to figure out like self-acceptance and 
kind of like what it means to like be himself. And, and I agree with you that, um, you know, it's putting on different kinds of performances for people is mm -hmm. always taxing and takes a toll and to like be fully, I mean, that's something that I'm still learning is like what it means to be fully myself and like what's me versus what's, you know, me hanging on to some, all part of me that's closeted versus like am I trying to <laughs> am I trying to be too much and overcompensate? Um and that's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I also just wanted to bring up the um the camera work in this movie because you know I, this movie feels very cinematic to me. I think Andrew Haig is such a beautiful filmmaker mm -hmm. and even a movie that is so talky and just feels these two people i mean just like the intimacy in and the, the closeness in this movie just feels so cinematic to me and so like it's just i mean i was watching the trailer just to like get back into that space and i was like man this movie looks great <laughs> yeah no it's it's gorgeous to look at even the promo stills are gorgeous to yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's the 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 poster with um, you know Russell sitting on the railing, and it's like magic hour, and um, Glenn's like, you know, coming from behind. I mean, it's such a beautiful, yeah, like this movie just looks beautiful. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy that these two actors didn't really have, I mean, didn't really have like thriving career at least here in america i'm sure they were i mean i know um i know that tom cullen has worked a, yeah. a lot in england i believe or i mean i was looking at his career as nothing that i really recognized um and i don't think chris new has done a lot of film work either um but it's kind of interesting because like this movie is such a felt like such a breakout hit you know in in the u.s yeah, it just I yeah for sure they that I don't I don't remember seeing them in anything until we got to this bit. Man, did they knock yeah. it out of the ballpark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I'm Andrew Haig. You know, has a new movie coming out um, soon, Strangers, which looks really promising. Um, and of course, like Forty Five Years also was like an art house hit and looking, you know, but. In in some ways, it sounds so. It sounds kind of silly, but I'm kind of glad that. Not, I'm not glad. I mean, I, I want them to be successful on however they define it, but it does make this movie feel a little special that this is kind of the most prominent thing that they have done. Absolutely, <laughs> because Absolutely. it like enshrines them in the memory of this movie, <laughs> and you know, I I'm sure they're doing fine and and very happy, but. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, you would think that, you know, this movie would have set them off into, like, you know, I'm surprised, like, A24 hasn't been knocking down their door, being like, right, exactly. You know, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I, I totally agree, because that's just the thing. I mean, Tom Collin, I, there were a couple of things that he was doing, and then uh, back when he was dating um, Tatiana Maslany, I know that they were working on a project together. I don't remember what happened of that, but they ended up splitting. And I think she's married now to somebody else. But, you know, when I found out they were together, I was so happy because I was like, I love you, Pauls. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you're right. It's just the fact that what, you know, they didn't, you know, have these huge careers after that, because I think that they, 
really have so much to lend to a film and what they can bring. Um, you know, I, 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 I hope Chris not getting a job is because he, he's a queer actor and like folks think he can't be like, you know, a, a lead in any way or something. I, 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 I hoping that it's much more than that. Maybe he decided it wasn't for him to be in films and do this sort of thing. Right. Um, but you never know. I, I would, I would love to see more of the, these two actors and other things um, and in much more prominent projects. And I'm not going to say that it, this wasn't prominent, but you know what I mean? This was just yeah. a film that came out then and nothing since then that I've seen. Oh gosh. Tom Cullen was on Downton Abbey for a few episodes and that's uh, right that's that i I never watched that but he also did yeah pink wall i think is the movie that he made with tatiana maslany okay directed yeah yeah but um but yeah i mean exactly but yeah so i feel like he i was really surprised to hear that well i guess i don't know his sexuality but um if he's straight which is kind of my assumption uh i was still surprised because he I mean, he's a brilliant actor, and I shouldn't be surprised, but it's he's like so he, good. He, he captured something so real that I just yeah. could not expect of someone who didn't live the experience. Yeah, no, absolutely. You I know? mean, there's 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 something, you know, like I said, again, not only is he so nice to look at, but there's something there about the character, there's something there about the journey, and he captures it so beautifully, and and you just you want to follow this person on this journey, right? Because like you said, I, I, as much as this is about them both, I really do feel that we get to see most of it from Glenn's eyes, right? Like you uh-huh. said, we get to see his apartment. We don't really get to see Glenn's place, right? Or, or, or much outside of his group of friends, but it's really focused more on Russell's life, where he lives. And, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I think he, he, he drives a lot of the film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's not that he hasn't been in, in, in stuff after this, but you would have thought he would have just become like this big breakout star, right? Yeah, like I'm surprised he's not, you know, headlining some, you know, viral like miniseries or, or something. Yeah, um, I mean, and it could be just that he's selective with his projects. Too. Yeah, Maybe sure. He I'm doesn't sure. want to do, you know, a, a lot of these big projects. And, uh, you know, and as you can see right now, it's such a moot point with everybody being on strike. So who knows what's going on now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you have any final thoughts on Weekend or anything that we've talked about um, that you wanted to mention before we finish up? Um, no, other than that, I'm so glad that the this movie holds up so absolutely well. I, I Like I said, I love it more now than I ever have. It's one that I definitely will revisit again, you know, when I get that itch to watch it, because that's what happens yeah. in films. All of a sudden, I'll be like, yeah. watch that again, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 I'm not going to lie, I just, I always get a little teary-eyed at the end of this film. It happened again when I watched it the other night. Yeah. And it's not because, again, it's like a sad story, but it's just that it's so beautiful. It's so yeah. beautiful. And as a queer man, it means a lot to me to see something portrayed in such a way um, so yeah, I, I will always champion for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I, I I think Weekend is to me a like just an amazing, perfect, beautiful queer romance because 
it is it does touch upon universal themes and it does talk about things that affect everyone but it also feels so specific to the queer experience or the gay male experience and um just in the ways in which we have to navigate our sexuality or our relationships with our friends or our romances or ourselves and um you know for a movie that is so short <laughs> it it feels like it packs in so much and it mm-hmm. has so much to say and i agree that it only gets better and better with age because new themes really stick out or things become more relevant or we're just older and we and know what we're we kind of we not only know what they're talking about but have experienced it ourselves um so i i I do cherish this movie and i'm I'm so glad and grateful that you um mentioned it for this episode so uh yeah i'm really i can only champion this movie with you and i hope everyone (laughs) who has not seen this movie watches it because it's truly something special um mark please let the listeners know where they can find you and what you are working on all right so you can find me on sunday evenings um uh, with um the braxium crew uh on the show called shooting the Poodoo, um where we talk about star wars and all other types of pop culture and um it's an awesome time with a pretty good group of people that i love just chatting with about those various subjects um and you can find me on twitter at i am el diablito if you want to say hi um and thanks again for having me on i I really appreciate it and i i I love talking about this film Uh, thank you um i love talking about it as well uh and you can find me on twitter at vernegay314 also the podcast is at if how to be you um, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to help people find this show. Um, uh, after, so we have two episodes left of the Queer Romance miniseries, which is going to be really exciting. And I have to um, give a shout out to the last episode, which would be a lot of fun. It's on Brokeback Mountain. Um, nice. But before then, we have one more. And so really, um, really excited to... to to wrap this up and Mark thank you so much and listeners thanks for listening you'll get your heart's desire I will meet you